My name is Jensen Karp, and I'm a professional comedy writer, producer, rapper, and former morning show DJ. But above all else, I'm a sports fan. And I'm going to be honest with you for a second. I'm extremely worried. This complete halt in athletics is unprecedented, and I miss watching live sports, following every stat, and connecting with my favorite superstars. So it got me wondering, if I feel this bad about it all, then how do the athletes feel? So that's what this podcast is about. The No Sports Report will have me talking to different athletes and sports industry professionals to figure out what they've been up to in quarantine. Are they still training? Do they miss playing? Where can I buy romaine lettuce? I swear to God, it's like everyone is craving a salad at the same time. Oh, and we're donating 10% of proceeds from the show to Feeding America, who works with our most vulnerable populations to make sure they have safe access to food and essential resources right now. So I hope you'll take the trip with me. Because this episode, I talked to the newest superstar on the Los Angeles Chargers, Trey Turner. Moving cross-country is never easy. It's a daunting process even under normal conditions. So when I heard about Trey Turner, a five-time Pro Bowler offensive lineman on the Carolina Panthers, who was officially traded to the LA Chargers mid-pandemic on March 18th, 2020, almost an entire week into quarantine, I immediately wondered about the specifics of this transition. I couldn't help but imagine Trey walking the earth alone with his dog like Will Smith and I Am Legend. I get that the season doesn't start until September, but I know it's not as easy as just showing up the Saturday before an opening week. His entire life was upended, and now everything he'll need to situate and get comfortable is virtually impossible to find. Good luck getting an Ikea shelf until summer. But for his entire career, Turner has somehow found a way to make it work. A third-round draft pick out of LSU for the Panthers in 2014, he found himself starting immediately, and through 618 snaps that rookie season, he did not allow a single sack. And in his second season, he found himself playing in Super Bowl 50, a game the Panthers would lose to the Broncos, but it did put Turner alone on the cover of Sports Illustrated, an absolute rarity for his usually faceless position. He continued his dominance on the line, signing a four-year, $45 million contract extension in 2017, but as I've already spoiled for you, in a shocker to most of the somewhat hibernating NFL, he was traded unceremoniously to an aggressively retooling Charger squad. And so I caught up with Trey, wondering what happens next for him. How does one get accustomed to a new city when that entire city and country is basically shut down? Well, by playing Luigi's Mansion 3, that's how. Here's my discussion with Trey Turner on the No Sports Report. Call from Trey Turner. To accept, press 1. Press Hey, man, how's it going? How you doing? I'm good, man. Trey, first, I want to thank you for doing this. Uh, this is honestly one of the weirdest times in my life. I can't imagine how it is for you. Where are you located exactly? I'm in Irvine, California right now. Oh, you're out here. Wait, wait is, that where you, yeah. is that where you normally stay? No, so I'm playing for the Chargers, so uh, that's why I'm here. So you already, when you were traded, you were able to get out here? Yeah, so I got out here. Uh, I, took, I took a private flight out here probably a week or two ago. Oh, man. You're like one of the only people I know who's flown in that time. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty intense. I guess that's the uh, privilege of private. Yeah, that's, that's a good feeling. And you being traded during the pandemic, I, it's so crazy because when I saw the story, obviously you're kind of like a, a high-profile trade. And it, for, for it to happen in the middle of all this stuff, I mean, that must have been pretty shocking, I guess. Your mind is so on this large world event, and then now you have to kind of grasp being traded. Yeah, man, it was uh, 
it was uh, tough when I got the news, to say the least. Mm-hmm. More so tough because you got to pick up and move everything, you know? Yeah. I want to get adjusted into to the uh, area that I'm about to be in and to the time zone changes. So here I'm three hours behind in what I was. And yeah. It's different, but I'm, I'm, in, I'm embracing it, you know? The world is in a, um, a crazy state at this point in time, but I'm learning to control what I can't control. Absolutely. I mean, the thing, too, that, that I noticed from, from this whole thing is the Chargers trading for you, obviously a big step in the pandemic. They also just signed Brian Beluga. There's a bunch of other rumors as to what they're going to be doing as far as the O-line. I mean, it seems like the rest of the league and sports in general have taken time off while the Chargers are making the only free agent moves other than the Tom Brady signing. They are not looking at this as time off, really. No, I mean, you know, when when all of this is done with and hopefully that's soon, you know, you got to hit the ground running. Absolutely. So I'm excited to be a part of it. I'm definitely happy to be here. Yeah, you're a five-time Pro Bowler. You were a starter in your rookie season in Carolina. You clearly had a good relationship with the city. Was it a surprise to you, especially in this time, to be to be dealt? I wouldn't say it was a surprise. We had a bit of changeover with the coaching staff during the season. Yeah. So I know everybody's expendable. So I've come to realize it's a business, and you know I fell into a really good situation. So. You know, when when things happen, I seem to fall on my feet, so I'm excited about it. Well, speaking of falling on your feet, let's talk quarantine stuff. So you were born in New Orleans, correct? Yes, sir. Okay, so it, it is crazy there. It's like seven times the rate of New York of coronavirus. Have you been talking to people that you grew up with? Is it is it just like shocking out there? Yeah, I've been able to speak with uh, my parents and my friends and stuff like that. It's a sad thing right now. It's not too much that they can't do. I know that everybody's just trying to stay inside and stay as safe as possible. What have you, you took a flight two weeks ago, a week ago to get to, to, to uh, California. What has quarantine been like for you uh, since, the, since the outbreak of coronavirus? So for me, as a lady, has been trying to set up my internet and my cable service mm-hmm. self-sufficiently. <laughs> so um, I'm starting to become somewhat of a tech, if you could say that. <laughs> That's kind of tough finding. <laughs> It's kind of tough finding furniture and whatnot, so I'm making do with what I have and, you know, sell some trips to, to Whole Foods to grab some food and, you know, maybe a, a jog or two around the block. I'm trying to get some, some cell phone weights, but it seems like everybody's brought that out. I know. <laughs> so, it's that it, you either it's either toilet paper, home gym, podcasting systems, and, like, Nintendo Switches. Those are all things that you won't get till like, July. Right. I know. I already have my Switch, so I'm good in that category. Oh, what are you playing? So I've been playing uh, what is Luigi's Mansion. Oh, me too. Yeah, man. I've been playing it too. I just got to the part where where you have to feel the buzz of the system to get the ghosts. Have you got to that yet? No, Uh, I'm I'm not that good at it. It's a work in progress. You're going to hate it. It's the worst part of the whole game. Everything else is so fun. And then you get to this part where you have to guess where the ghosts are. and You have to pick up things and throw furniture to make them show up. It's terrible. I can only imagine. I played the other Mario game. It was pretty tough. I beat it. I can't think of the name of it, but if it's anything like that, I got, I got my work cut off from it. Yeah, you do. Super Mario Maker may have been the one you wanted. I'm a little too nerdy for you, Trey. I might know too much about video games. <laughs> so do you have a... Um, I want to say the Mario and, and Sonic Olympic, the 2020 Olympics. I didn't get it. Is it. Did you get it? Yeah, that's a good one, too. I got to get that. See, is this what you've been doing? I mean, tell me, a quarantine, like, is it difficult for you to find things to do during the day? I mean, so much of your day since, I mean, high school has been football-minded and working out and training and conditioning. I mean, it kind of gets thrown out the window a bit, especially with you trying to basically furnish an entire new place at the same time. It seems like like my days are a little longer here Mm -hmm. than what I'm used to, so I'm I'm usually up about 8 o'clock. 
and it probably led down about 11. Try to find whatever I can do in, in the between time. Like I said, I was trying to become a technician. Still hadn't been successful at that. We're getting my internet up. That's why my service is so bad. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to adjust. It's a lot going on in the world, so I'm just trying to stay safe, stay home as much as possible, and you know, not interact with too many people. Absolutely. And being traded and learning a new city is hard enough. I mean, the only other time you've really faced that is going from LSU to Carolina. And that couldn't have been easy and you never were traded or sent to another team yet. So this is all just a new transition for you. Do you have friends who live out in California? Not that you could see them, but I guess it's all FaceTime for now. I actually have a lot of friends on the West Coast, from Oakland to to LA to San Fran, even much further out to Vegas and Arizona. So it's just been it's been kind of cool, you know, kind of getting the vibe and seeing what I can do when I'm able to do it, and about some food spots that maybe I could get takeout from. It's been it's been pretty good. I'm, I'm embracing the process, man. It's just it's just weird times, you know. You Absolutely. can't really do too much. You can't you can't get out. So um, you know, it's an adjustment to say the least. Do you know about the Irvine Spectrum yet? Been there. If I'm not mistaken, it's right around the Whole Foods that I go to. Yeah, and it's got like a big roller, like a Ferris wheel. It's a petri dish when it's normally open, but once it starts popping, they got good food over there. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out. I've only seen it from the from the seat of my car, so <laughs> maybe one day I, I get to walk around. <sighs> the world is weird. So, have you spoken? Obviously, football fans notice that Cam Newton is a free agent. You guys have a possible opening at quarterback, although, you know, Taylor looks like he could play. But at the same time, I mean, there is talk about him and obviously Jameis Winston. I mean, have you spoken to Cam Newton about, about I mean, how close you are to the Irvine Spectrum? I feel like that might be a good free agent push. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think it has a lot to do with the team, man. I know Cam's open just to, just to come in and, and compete. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he has a lot of football left in him. And uh, he just wants to win, man. The guy's a winner. I played uh, six years with him. It'd be great to have him on the on the squad, but I know Tyrod is a great quarterback, and you know I know the draft is still coming up, and I know they have some options in the draft, so it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out, man. What's your opinion? What you think? Uh, listen, I think Cam Newton and you have already shown magic together. I I, I think that something. Here's the thing. All right, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to be honest with you. As an LA native, I've lived here 40 years, my entire life. I've never moved, even. We like flashy names, and and we haven't had that yet with the Chargers, and, and it's not a football city necessarily right off the bat. So someone like a Cam Newton or a Jameis Winston is going to mean a lot to LA fans because we know them, we want to wear their jerseys, and I'm not sure Tyrod has that as far as like the LA appeal. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, as far as the name, uh, I could get it, but I, I feel like when it comes to football, man, when you start winning games, all of that other stuff goes out the window. Because if you do get a flashy name and you're not producing W's on the field, then, you know, what does it really matter? So, man, I just I just want to win, man. Whoever's that quarterback, I know I'm going to do my job. I just want to win. Right. So hopefully we have a, a regular season. I know. That also, September 10th, 2020 is what they have it as now. There's been talk of obviously being on top of pushing it back if it needs to. I, I'm, I guess one of the reasons that we even started this podcast is that we're concerned about the conditioning. We're concerned about the idea that, you know, we know how much football has ruled, ruled your life or baseball to athletes or basketball. And now it's just shut down. I mean, I, I, I feel like me not being able to do comedy means nothing. I could do it in front of my cat and dog in my living room. It's you guys have to go out there and, and train and do two a days and, and, and have like uh, scrimmage teams and stuff. It's just, I, I guess September seems close. I mean, as crazy as that sounds. No, it's very close right now. It'd be around the time where you start, you know, wrapping up training because you're getting ready to go into, uh, 
into training and then OTAs and mini camps and things like that. So it's, it's really weird, man. Like I said, I'm, I'm trying to get a home gym. So this is this is very different for me. Yeah, I doubt there's any places that are able to sell it to you right now. I think I have a couple in mind. I'm yeah. just not going to share it before Good. someone else gets to no, it. No, no, no. Keep that to your keep that to the chest. As you know, communities are experiencing these difficult times differently across the country. School closures, job disruptions, lack of paid sick leave, and the coronavirus disproportionate impact on adults age 60 and older and low-income families are all contributing to the demands placed on food banks across the country. So Feeding America, alongside their network of 200 local food banks, are actively coordinating with lawmakers, federal, state, and local agencies to tailor responses on a county-by-county basis, depending on what is most urgently needed to ensure our most vulnerable populations can continue to have access to food and other needed resources during this emergency. Right now, their greatest need is donations and support of local food banks. Please visit feedingamerica.org to learn more about their response efforts and how you can help. I did notice on your social media, and I'm not trying to push you towards a career in case September gets pushed back even further, but you were tattooing people? Yeah, I had uh, a <laughs> I had some guys in Charlotte that I was really close with. Uh, shout out to my guy Matt, man. He had been tagging me for some time, and um, the manager of the shop, Drewski, he was like, "Man, before you leave, you know, you gotta, you gotta put a stamp on me." So I'm like, "What you talking about?" He's like, "Man, you gotta, you gotta tattoo me." Mm-hmm. And then we we set up, we set it up. I put a, a Chargers uh, lightning bolt on, and then a uh, number seventy. That's great. Pretty dope. That's great. I mean, have you ever even come close to a tattoo machine before? Other than Egan's had it, uh, no. <laughs> no. You have great work, though. Have you? When when did you start getting tattoos? Because you you really are. You're almost a billboard. But I mean, I have a lot as well, so I'm not dissing. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. But uh, I started when I was 17. Interesting story about that. My mom was uh, not too intrigued with the idea. It was around Mardi Gras time in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. We were on St. Charles Street. We went to this you know, local tattoo shop. Like I said, my mom wasn't too thrilled about it. My dad was like, man, you know, go ahead, go ahead, have at it. Yeah, my first tattoo on my leg, and I took off ever since. Yeah, you got it's some great stuff. I mean, your back stuff is incredible. And and I also noticed on social media, we are both major hip-hop heads, big big fans of everything that comes out. What are you listening to during quarantine? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of Lil Baby as a, as a recently. And a guy that I found on SoundCloud, his name is Iman Omar. He's actually from L.A. It's not rap, but it's I guess you could call it hip hop. I would kind of kind of put it in a category with the roots, mm-hmm. something similar like that. Okay, it's pretty dope, you know. I mean, I'm a SoundCloud guy, so sometimes I just let SoundCloud shuffle on whatever pops up pops up. If I like it, then I you know, I press the like button. And I just listen to more. You uh... I got number time, man. So I'm like a local A and R at this point in time. Well, we need you in L.A. Then, have you heard the Griselda, Conway, the Machine stuff yet? The the new records? No, I hadn't. You will like it very much. Uh, it's sort of New York throwback, but Conway, the Machine, Benny the Butcher. It's sort of a super group of sorts. Griselda. I think. I think that's my suggestion to you for quarantine. Definitely going to check that out. Check it out while I'm playing my Switch. Yeah, see, there we go. We're basically doing the same exact thing, just completely different walks of life. <laughs> the L.A. tattoo artists you're going to get into, you, do you have any room left for L.A. guys? Because San Diego, even, everything across the board down California, people are, are very good tattoo artists here. Yeah, I, I have some more room. I, I've checked out a guy named Rebel Colors. You familiar with him? No, I don't know him. I'll, I'll have to follow him on Instagram. Yeah. 
Yeah, his name is Rebel Colors. He's in, in L.A. I had an appointment with him, but, of course, the quarantine thing pushed everything back. I was supposed to be there at the end of uh, May, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't think that's going to pan out. Rebel Colors, I'm already into this. Yeah, I have, uh, I'm have. i a big Dr. Wu fan. Do you know Wu? Yeah, I've heard the name. He's yeah, I've seen good. some work, too. Got a bunch of those. And uh, Louis Perez out here in L.A. I, I will 100% shoot you over some good uh, L.A. dudes. I appreciate that. I, I'd love to get some work. So I have a couple, basically, suggestions, things that I think you could do while quarantine is happening. These are things in, in California, as you learn how to give yourself internet and you learn how to probably put together a television and home gym. These are other things that I think you could get into. Here, here's, here's just three possibilities. One, I think it's time for you, especially in the new place, to rearrange the shoe collection. I saw on your Instagram, you have the Off-Whites, you have, you have the Union Jordans, you have some incredible shoes. What, what are you doing to store them? I put them in the, I don't know the name for them, but they come from the container store, the clear boxes. Same so as me. We are very similar. Yeah, I, man. It is, aren't those things great? They stack on top of each other? Yeah, they, but see, let me ask you if you had this problem. Yeah. When you remove them, it's kind of like a, I don't want to say dirt spot, but it's like a dark spot that they leave on the walls. Are you experiencing that? I have, well, now you have me fearful of it, but I've never taken them back from the wall yet. I have not been traded to the Chargers, so I have not had to move it. <laughs> you have, Man, so I guess now out. now I will. I have I have run into one issue. When I pull down the lid sometimes, on one of them, the lid just popped off, and I was like, oh, now i got to buy a new one. Yeah. yeah. And my, my wife picked up the two Melody Ashan, you know, the, the, the female ones, the ones with the clocks, the Jordans with the clocks, yeah. and she also got the cherries this week, so I think she's going to need the boxes more than I need them. Man, we we giving all these plugs, man. We need to get some sponsorships. Man, I I've, listen. You're the closest to sponsorship to me. I, I basically it's either Olive Garden or nothing <laughs> for me. The Olive Garden sends me a hundred dollar gift card once a year. I'm thankful for it, but I don't know how I'm going to show that off in my shoe collection. Man, I don't even get that, man. You have to better start to me. Thank you. The second one <laughs> I want to suggest you as a tattoo artist yourself. I think maybe maybe some Bob Ross on YouTube. Oh, yeah? The painter? Yeah, into painting. I mean, that seems like it would be relaxing for a guy who has to tackle dudes. And I mean, it, Bob Ross gets you kind of in the mood for quarantine a little. Me and his hair looks the same right now, so I, 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 I could get into that. That's cool. I know. What are we going to do about haircuts? What is going on? Yeah, it's a it's crazy time, man. I've, I've never experienced anything like this. I don't think my parents have. I don't think oh. my grand my grandmother has. It's it's crazy. I know. I've been telling my wife. I remember hearing about grandparents and stuff, and and you would hear people say, or great grandparents, you'd hear people say, "Oh, they were a depression baby, like they were raised in the depression," and you knew immediately, like, "Oh, they had it hard." They didn't have any money. I do think it's not going to be the same per se, but I think that we're going to hear, oh, they were raised during the, the coronavirus. Like, it's going to be a thing. Oh, you guys stayed in your house for two months? What did you guys do? I mean, that kind of stuff I think we're going to be answering for the rest of our lives. I definitely, I would say we are a part of history. Um, this would definitely go down in history as one of the worst things to happen in America. Agreed. Well, on to something better. I have a possible new business idea for you in California. I, as I said, a native, I know that there is room for a business and I came up with the name. I will 100% give it to you. Don't worry about the copyright I placed on it. It's called Turner's Burners. Okay. It's just flip phones. Okay, I like that. Okay, it, I like that. Because cell phones, everyone focuses on smartphones. I feel like you know a bunch of us need something for the plug or whatever, and we need a flip phone. And this, you go to Turner's Burners to pick it up. I like the Turner's Burners. Maybe we can make the you know the cell phones not trackable. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how much of a conspiracy theorist you are, but you know, 
it's a lot of things going on in the world where, you know, a lot of people like to keep tabs on you. I know. So maybe you could just be like a, a simple phone, you know, do what you got to do. It's, it's discreet between you and whoever you know, you're talking to and that'd be that. Yes. And we could actually sell them for more than the iPhone since they can't be available. You know, everybody has all this technology and we dumb it down and sell it some more. Man, you are a business. We shouldn't be talking man. about this on air, man. I know. I feel like we're already being tapped. As a conspiracy theory guy, now going into some time alone in quarantine, waiting for the season to start, I am nervous about the websites about chemtrails and Avril Lavigne's true identity, all those things that you're going to hop into. It's a lot of things that go in the world that we don't understand, just like this, this virus, man. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's a lot of research that, that, that you can get into at this time of boredom. Listen, I never laughed at Kyrie Irving when he said the world was possibly not round. I just went, okay, Kyrie. I literally just, okay. You know, I'm not a, I don't tend to be a judgmental person. Yeah. I don't really have a theory on the world being around the flat, but he may be onto something. Listen, I will never argue with a guy who could cross me over and make me look stupid on WorldStar, ever. I will, <laughs> I, I'll let him do it. So listen, here's the thing, man. I want to thank you for talking to us during quarantine. Keep you and your family safe. Have a great time in California as you furnish and get your place ready. If you can, please let Cam Newton know that right now there is no traffic in LA. It is, uh, the freeways are clear. He will love the weather. Just let him know all those things. Yeah, I will do, man. You and your family stay safe also. I appreciate you having me. Uh, thank you, man. Thanks so much for uh, for coming on the show. Uh, thank you. The No Sports Report is produced and distributed by Treefort Media. The show is executive produced by Kelly Garner, Lisa Ammerman, and me, Jensen Carter. Our series producer is Matthew Kubler. Tom Monahan is our senior audio engineer and sound supervisor with additional production help from Tim Schauer, June Rosen, and Haley Mandelberg with production and editing by Jasper Leak. Our theme music is composed by Spilkas. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please subscribe, rate us, and review us on Apple Podcasts. You have nothing else to do. Send it to your friends, tweet, share, post about it, do whatever you can. And please visit feedingamerica.org. And if you're able to make a donation, any amount will help make a difference. And you can learn more about other ways to help on their website. For more information on the No Sports Report, links to the socials, and for our show transcripts for the hearing-impaired listeners, please go to treefort.fm. Be safe and be well.